0: Hey there friend, before we launch into this episode of Creative Rising, I want to let you know that our very next Creative Rising gathering is happening on February 12th from 6pm to 8.30pm here in San Diego, California at Skylight Studios. I am so excited because we have an incredible guest speaker, Angela Garzon of Create with Gusto, and she'll be sharing all about how to create original content so you can keep your creative juices flowing and avoid that dreaded burnout. It's gonna be an amazing night. So don't miss this opportunity for face-to-face in-person community with other photographers. Go to creativerising.com forward slash gatherings to get all of the info and to RSVP for your spot. I will see you there. Welcome to Creative Rising, my friend, a show about what it's really like to run a photography business. It is so good to be here with you in season three. This season is a little bit unique because this is the first time that an entire season is going live during the first quarter of the year. So January to March. This episode right here is publishing at the end of January, 2020. And so as I have been developing the content for all of these trainings for this season, my mind has been in business mode because right now is the off season for most wedding photographers. Okay, not all of you wedding photographers, I see all of you down in Arizona. You guys are busy, busy, busy shooting weddings right now. But for most everyone else, right now is the off season, which means two things. One, it's time to work on your business. So it is time to pick up all of those back burner projects like updating your website, Dialing in your email templates, working on your workflows, finding those outsourcing solutions. It is time to do all of those projects that you just don't have time for when you're really busy shooting and delivering weddings. And two, right now is booking season. I mean, when you get to January every year, you know how many weddings you already have on the calendar and how many weddings you still need to book. So you kind of have this sense of how you are going to do and how much more work you have to do in order to have the kind of year you really want to have. Okay, so that's why this episode is happening right now because today I am talking all about sales. I am going to walk you through my five best tips to run killer client meetings that convert to bookings. Now, just to be clear and just to be honest with you guys about our situation here at the Youngerins, ever since having James, I have scaled back to only working part-time hours. And so while I did a lot of sales over the years, I don't do sales for the Youngerins anymore. Jeff and our studio manager, who right now is Kelsey, she's wonderful, they do all of the sales right now. So I have stepped out of doing all of, well, most of our client meetings for the younger ones because we do the majority of our meetings over the phone. Now, if there's an in-person meeting, yes, I will meet with the couple along with Jeff, of course. But before having James, for, you know, 11 years of our business, before we had James, I did all of the bookings for the Youngrens and for Clove & Kin, which is our associate wedding photography brand. I did all of the bookings and all the sales for both of those brands, and I served all of our weddings for the Youngerins for all of those 11 or 12 years, okay? So I know what I'm doing when it comes to client meetings, and I have got plenty of experience. So if you think of sales... And that word makes you want to crawl under a table and die because it is so uncomfortable for you. Or if you're one of those that gets really super awkward when it's time to talk pricing during the meeting and, you know, you are the one that's just sliding a contract across the table, kind of trying, hoping, hoping that your couple like doesn't notice, then I want to help you out, okay? Because sales does not have to be a terrible experience. You do not have to feel like a sleazy salesperson in order to make the money that you most want to make with the couples that you most want to photograph. And I know this because I am not naturally gifted at sales. In fact, the it's not that I'm not naturally gifted, it's that I'm like the opposite of gifted at sales. My personality is not wired for that kind of thing. If I wasn't doing weddings, then i would never be in a job that required any kind of sales because it's not something that i enjoy but weddings is so different and that's because weddings are a luxury product wedding photography i should say is a luxury product even if you are only charging $1000 and you are just starting out that is still a big purchase and With weddings and with offering a luxury product, you're not actually a salesperson at all. What you get to be is you get to be a consultant and a guide. That is what you are. You are leading and guiding your couples into an experience and you're helping them make great decisions about their photography. So the more that you step into your role as a guide, the more comfortable you'll be, and the more confidence you'll feel. And confidence is really, really when it comes to sales. And I am here to help you gain the confidence that you need to book the amazing weddings that you most want to book this year. So here are my five best sales tips for running killer client meetings that convert to bookings. My first tip for running a killer client meeting is to price yourself for your dreamies. Now this is something that kind of steps outside of the client meeting, but we're going to start with our pricing first. One of the biggest mistakes that I see photographers make is they look around at their market and they set their prices based on what everyone else is doing. And guys, that is just a recipe to blend in with the crowd. Instead, you need to make sure that your pricing appeals to your unique dreamies and to their unique weddings. So are your dreamies ambitious professionals and they want to feel like they make a smart decision when they book their photographer? Well, then start offering a booking incentive, like offer them a free hour of coverage or an engagement session or maybe a 10% discount on albums. So you can help them feel good about their decision without lowering your pricing because you're gonna base your pricing on that incentive. So once you offer that incentive, you are still making the money you want to make. Or is sustainability a core value to you and to your ideal clients? Well then offer albums and products from environmentally friendly companies. Or here's a great example. Do your dream clients fly you across the world for their small intimate destination weddings or for their elopements, then find a way to make travel costs way more affordable and offer custom packages that will work specifically for their needs. Just pay less attention to what other photographers are doing and be way more concerned with aligning your pricing with your dream clients and with what they want. That way they will instantly connect with what you offer and they'll connect with it for the right reasons, okay? And it will make that pricing conversation so much less awkward because you won't have to be convincing them of anything. You're offering something that makes sense for them and they'll be able to say, yeah, yeah, I love that, that makes sense, okay? Now, for example, our dreamies at The Youngrens, they are the kind of people that have large ballroom weddings and they usually have longer receptions. So we are shooting long wedding days, And so Jeff and I automatically start our coverage with 10 hours of photography. And that instantly appeals to our dream clients. We won't do less than 10 hours. Like eight hours for us is just not enough and that's what most people in our market are offering. And that's totally fine. But for our dreamies, it doesn't work. We need to do those 10 hours, so that's where we start. We also incentivize our couples to buy an album up front by offering a 15% discount on albums when our clients include them at the time of booking. So this way they feel like they have invested in a really important heirloom for their family while also staying in their budget. Now, here's something, this is a little bit of a side note about pricing and I wanna have a whole episode on pricing at some point. I don't think I'm gonna do it in this season, But in a future season, I definitely want to talk more about pricing. But how do you know if your pricing is working? Well, Jeff and I shot 20 weddings every single year for many, many years. We discovered early on that that was our sweet spot, especially when we traveled a lot for weddings. 20 was our max. So we priced ourselves to make the money we wanted to make with 20 weddings, which means we are priced high for our market. We're at the high end of San Diego. And every year, my goal was to have at least half of those weddings booked by January 1st. I wanted 10 weddings booked solid. If we had less than 10 weddings booked, then I knew that there was something wrong and we would need to evaluate some things in our process. I need to look at our pricing. I need to look at our marketing, our social media, our website, see if there's a disconnect happening somewhere. However, and this is the important part, on the flip side, I never wanted more than 15 of our 20 weddings booked at the turn of the year because if we were booking too much, then I knew, We were on track to have too many weddings that year and that is a recipe for burnout. And it told me that one, we could get really picky with the rest of the weddings that we needed to book for the year. Two, if that happened several years in a row, then I knew that we needed to raise our prices. If weddings are consistently booking too fast and too soon in the year, then I knew that we are at a place where we are ready to raise our prices. When I hear our students talk about how they are booked solid for the next year by October or November, then that is actually a big red flag to me that they are priced far too low. Because in my opinion, that is way too early to be booked up for the year. Or if I hear someone has photographed 40 or 50 weddings, I usually tell them, hey, you gotta raise your prices because you could be making a lot more money and working a whole lot less. Shooting that many weddings every year, guys, that is a recipe for burnout. So if you feel like that's you, that's okay. Just take a look at your pricing, and I bet you there is an opportunity to raise your prices and move up into a higher market, which could be really exciting for your business. Creative Rising is brought to you by Freedom Edits, the people that Jeff and I trust when we outsource our editing across any of our brands. And we've been using Freedom Edits for quite a few years now. So we wanted to share with you what we love about them the most. All right, Erin. So tell me what has been the best part about us outsourcing our editing to Freedom Edits. The onboarding process was amazing. It was so simple and straightforward and personalized. So what they do is they will set up a meeting with you over Skype and then they have you edit a select handful of your images and they record the process on your screen. So you'll explain what you're doing, why you're doing it, you'll use all your normal presets that you might normally use, and then they'll take that recording, they'll ask you questions, they'll clarify anything they need to clarify, and then that's how they will edit your images moving forward. So. They nailed it right out the gate almost perfectly. Like there was a few tweaks we made, but it was so easy to get them dialed in. Yeah, and it's that's really different than a lot of the other companies that we worked with. Like I felt like before with other companies we kind of had to fit into their boxes, like okay, check which box is your brightness style, which box is your color temperature and you're like, I don't I don't know, can you just make them look like my images? It was always so frustrating feeling like I, my editing style is unique to me for a reason. That's how I run my business. So I know with our business, especially in production, we track everything. We have metrics for everything and you have a good handle on those. So can you talk about any of the metrics for how successful Freedom Edits is at editing our images? Oh, they hit our images at like a 95% success rate. So instead of feeling like we have to fix everything, which is how we feel, felt before with previous outsourcing solutions, we it really does actually save us time. As a Creative Rising listener, our friends at Freedom Edits are gifting you with your first job edited for free so that is a wedding edited for you completely for free and it's not a test job it's not something to get everything dialed in it is a complete job edited for free so check out how you can take advantage of that at creativerising.com forward slash freedom My first best sales tip for running a killer client meeting is price yourself for your dreamies. My second best sales tip is to give them a dreamy experience. I like to think of branding as making a promise. When you post your work online, you are promising a future dream client that they will receive a certain type of experience when they come in to meet with you. So you need to fulfill that brand promise and make sure that your client meeting experience matches the promise that you have made with your branding online. So if you wanna book luxury weddings at the nicest hotels in town, but you meet with your clients in a rundown coffee shop, then the experience won't match their expectations and you will instantly lose credibility with them, which is a big problem, right? However, if your dream clients are bohemian foodies with a beachy vibe, then you can definitely meet them at a unique coffee shop by the beach or at a unique foodie place and chat about their wedding over interesting appetizers. Okay, Just remember to pick up the tab if you're going to get some food. If they are a true dreamy for you, then that experience will totally vibe with them and they will feel more connected to you because you are delivering on that brand promise. For Jeff and I, how this looks is that before we had a studio space, we worked out of our home office but we knew we wanted to book more luxury weddings. So we started to meet with our couples at their wedding venues. And that worked really well for us because we got to network with the venue coordinator, we got to walk through the venue with our couples, we dream about their wedding photos, and then we could sit down and look through albums in this really nice environment. Now that we have a studio space, we have the option to meet with our couples here, but even then, we still like to meet with our couples at their venues because it just makes a lot of sense for us and our brand. Now, that's what we do when we meet our couples in person. But like I've mentioned many times here on the podcast in previous episodes, we do the vast majority of our client meetings over the phone. So how do we deliver a dreamy experience with a phone call, right? Well, First, we make sure to set up a dedicated time with our couples where they are setting aside an hour of time to talk with us. Our couples are really busy. So a lot of times they're setting aside some time at work and we're on a conference call or they're calling us late at night after they're done with work. What we want to avoid really is having them driving in the car while talking to us or running errands or multitasking or doing other things. That is not a dreamy experience and that is what we want to avoid. Our goal is for them to have a nice, dedicated, sit down time with us and preferably with both of them on the phone if possible. It's not always possible, but that's what we want. If you want to hear more about how we respond to inquiries using phone calls and using texting, then check out episode 107 called four things we do that turn our inquiries into bookings. That's a really popular episode and it will really help you understand how to convert more inquiries into client meetings. So check out that episode for that process. All right, those are my first two best sales tips. First, price yourself for your dreamies. And second, give them a dreamy experience. My third best sales tip is to ask questions. All right, this is a big one. And this is where we're getting into the nitty gritty of running a client meeting. The more questions that you ask during the client meeting, and honestly, really during the entire booking process, the more you will book. Now, why is that? Well, it's because questions reveal needs, okay? Remember, you are a guide, you are not a salesperson, and your couple has come to you with a picture of happiness of their wedding day formed in their heads, okay? They have been thinking about and dreaming about this day ever since they got engaged, and possibly, for a lot of people, long before that, okay? At this point, they have most likely booked their venue, And they probably know the spot that they are going to say their vows. And so they have this picture formed in their head and they are coming to you, an expert and a guide, because they believe that you just might be the one that will be able to fulfill that picture that is forming in their imaginations. So it is your job to be the guide that can uncover that picture and translate it into reality through their photographs. So you really need to understand what that picture is. Now, if they're a dreamy client, then that picture will line up with a lot of your favorite types of weddings and a lot of your favorite clients. So in that case, you probably have a gut instinct or a sense of what they want already. In some cases, if you know your dreamies really well, You will know their picture of happiness better than they do. But regardless, you need to work on understanding what that picture is. And the way to help yourself get there is by asking questions. So spend the majority of your client meetings asking questions to reveal their needs and to reveal what they truly desire Questions help you get to know your couple. It helps you learn about their wants and it helps you learn about their hopes for their wedding. Now, when I tell photographers to ask questions, here's what usually happens. The temptation is to start client meetings with open-ended big questions like, tell me about your wedding. Tell me how you guys met. Tell me what you are most excited about. Tell me all of your hopes and dreams and desires for everything that you want, okay? Those can be some really big and really overwhelming questions if you just jump into them too soon, if you jump into them right away. Instead, we start any client meeting or phone call with credibility questions, okay? These are questions that are easy to answer, Close-ended questions like, how many guests are coming to the wedding? Are you getting married on the lawn or on the patio at your venue? Have you hired a coordinator yet? Okay, these are really easy warm-up questions that warm up the conversation. Because they have defined answers that are really simple for your couples to answer. Okay, they help you avoid those really cringeworthy, awkward pauses where they, you look at one another and they're like, I don't know, sweetie, do you want to answer that question? Do you want to, I don't know. And, you know, they're still trying to feel out what's even going on. So start with those really easy credibility questions. Now, these are called credibility questions, Because they also give us a chance to demonstrate to the couple that I just so happen to be an expert on weddings. Okay. They establish your credibility as an expert guide. They let the couple know that you know what you're talking about. If I know their venue and I've shot at their venue before, I will ask questions about it. One, because I'm just curious and I just want to know about their wedding. But two, I want to show that I know their venue and that I can handle whatever comes my way with that place. And so I just know it really well. Now, if I've never shot at that venue, I can just ask questions that show that I am an expert on weddings. They can trust my experience, okay? Here's some examples of really easy credibility questions that you can ask. Where will the reception take place at the venue? Do you have colors picked out for the wedding yet? Are your guests local or from out of town? Are your guests mostly family or friends? Now, with this episode, I went ahead and I put together a download freebie for you guys, and it includes all five of these sales tips that I'm going through today, but I also thought it would be helpful if I put together a list with all of these credibility questions that you can ask. So that way you can use this list and you can start incorporating them into your client meetings right away. So I listed all kinds of questions and way more than what I just mentioned. So if you want to go grab that list and download that freebie, then go to the show notes page at creativerising.com forward slash Two. It's creative rising.com forward slash three zero two. All right, that is tip number three ask questions. Sales tip number four for running killer client meetings is to ask the right questions. Okay, we just talked about questions, but any professional salesperson will tell you, someone that does sales for their job, they will tell you that all questions are not created equal. You need to ask the right questions at the right times. So start any of your client meetings with close-ended credibility questions to just warm up the conversation. And then very quickly, you can move into what I call relational questions. Relational questions are open ended questions that will help you build a personal connection. So, these are the questions that we're all really used to as wedding photographers, right? Questions like, How did he propose? or What do you guys like to do together for fun? This is where you get to be interested in getting to know them and hearing their story. Okay, so here's what the flow of a meeting might sound like. If you start with simple credibility questions, I'm gonna run you through an example of how this might go. So let's say I ask, is the ceremony going to be on the lawn or on the chapel? Oh, it's going to be out on the lawn and facing the patio. Oh my gosh, I love that setup. That is my favorite place on the whole property. You guys are so smart. It's a big space. So how many guests are you guys inviting? Oh, we're inviting about 250. I have a really big family. Oh, wow. Are most of your guests local? Or are they all coming in from out of town? Oh, they're mostly from out of town. We have a lot of people coming from Baltimore. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. I love Baltimore. So it's this big destination for everyone. So are you guys both from Baltimore? Well, I am, but he's actually from Seattle. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. So how did you guys meet then? And just like that, I've transitioned the conversation into relational questions. And then we're going to spend the next 15 to 20 minutes talking about their relationship, who they are, what they're like, and getting a feel for their personalities. So it doesn't take long. It doesn't take very much. Don't stick on those credibility questions for a a super long time, but use them as a way to easily move into that relational part of the meeting. Now, in this episode's freebie that I mentioned before, There's also a list of a lot more relational questions that we really love to use in our meetings. So again, grab that list and grab that freebie at creativerising.com forward slash 302. Okay, so all that makes sense, right? Break the ice, establish credibility, get to know them. All sounds great. Well, there is one more type of very important question. And this is the kind of question that can make or break the entire meeting experience. And I am not exaggerating when I say that. This question is called the values question. Now, a values question is what I use to transition the meeting into pricing. Tell me if this has ever been you. You are totally connecting with your couple. You are laughing. You're telling stories. Maybe you're having wine or champagne and everything is going amazing. But then you realize, oh my gosh, look at the time. I need to talk about pricing. And then all of a sudden, things go from amazing to totally awkward. And it's like a record screeches to a halt as you just painfully like slide your pricing across the table. Okay, yeah. I get it because that was me for a very long time. I hated this part of the meeting for so long. It always felt so out of place. And so you need something to take you from that hanging out and having fun portion to figuring out what they want in their photography collection. I mean, in the end, you need to book weddings, right? Well, use a values question. These are questions that tell you the most, about what is most important to your couple about the wedding day. Based on their answer, you can position the rest of your services to fulfill their wants and desires, to fulfill that picture of happiness that they have in their head. Okay, my key values question that I used all the time, and Jeff still uses this for all of our couples, is this question right here. We, t- we ask them, when you imagine your wedding, what is the 30 second clip of the day that runs through your mind. And the answer to this question instantly reveals what is most important to our couple because they just have to say whatever pops into their head first. Nobody else has asked them this question. So they have not, they have no preformed answers to this question. And they usually have to sit and think about it for a minute, which is really great. And then, based on their answer, I tailor the rest of the meeting to appeal to their values and we demonstrate what makes us the perfect fit for their wedding. Okay, here are some examples of more values questions to give you a feel of what I'm talking about. When you think about sitting down after the wedding day and looking through your album, what moments or emotions are you just most excited about seeing in your photos? Or who is going to be attending the wedding that you are just most excited about celebrating with? what moment on the wedding day are you looking forward to the most? If you could only frame one photo from the wedding day to put in your house, what would you choose? And here's one that really makes people think, if we could only take one photo at the wedding, what would you want it to be? All right, those are all questions that ask your couples to really think about what's important to them. I am literally asking them what their picture of happiness is on their wedding day. And after you ask this values question, it gives you permission to transition into talking about how you serve your clients and what makes you different from everyone else. So most of our couples will say something to the effect of, I can't wait to be standing in front of my friends and family and saying my vows. Or I can't wait to see all of my friends and family celebrating in the same place. I have a picture of the reception and everyone that's important to me is celebrating. And then we can say, I love that. That is so special. It sounds like you are all about slowing down and savoring your wedding day. And that's what we're all about too. And then we can launch into a conversation about how Jeff and I are unique and that we help our couples slow down and savor. And then when I talk about pricing, I can say one way that we help our couples slow down is we actually start with 10 hours of coverage on the, med- on the wedding day, no matter what. And here's why we do that. It allows us space. It allows us time. You know, you are putting a lot of time and effort into this wedding day and we don't want you to rush through it. That's why we do that. Oh, and by the way, let me show you one of my favorite moments of our couple savoring. And that's when I bring out an album and I open it up and I point to my favorite moments. And it's really authentic because they really are my favorite moments. And I love gushing over certain photos in our albums. And then once I brought out the album, I say, oh, and by the way, these are albums and I want you to go ahead and look through them, point out any photos that you love because I want to hear what's important to you. And then here's what the album process looks like with us. You know, we believe our albums, they aren't actually meant for today. You're going to love your album the moment it's in your hands. But to us, your album is meant for 30 years from today. And that's why we only give our couples a copy of the digital files for free if they invest in a wedding album. Okay, that's how we have a conversation about pricing. We try not to say, okay, here's our album. It's this much and this much. We've done that in the past and it's just not as effective. But when you can talk about the why behind all of your pricing and all of your services, it will just connect with your dreamies in a way that will really help them understand what's important. So you can have such a much more natural conversation Okay, and that's because you started with a values question and you grounded everything in values. You bring out into the open what matters to them most and center the entire conversation around their picture of happiness. All right. So that is how you ask the right questions. My fifth and final sales tip for you today is to sell before they ever walk in your door. Now, have you ever had a client that is ready to book you before you even meet with them? That has happened to us lots of times. And it's because we have that clear brand promise and we put that brand promise out there online in order to attract our dreamies. Now for for us, kind of what I just talked about, We promise to our couples from the moment they come into contact with our brand, we promise that we will slow them down on their wedding day and we will help them pause and savor. And because of that, they will remember so much more on their wedding than they ever thought possible. And their photos will reflect that. From the very beginning, they understand what it means for us to have them as their guide. We make this promise on our website, on our blog, on our social media. So our dreamies feel like they know us and they love us before they ever meet us. So what is the brand promise that you want to make to your dreamies? What is the journey that your brand is going to lead them through? The more clear your brand promise is up front, and the more it lines up with your dreamies' pictures of happiness, the less sales you'll ever have to do in the booking process. The hope is that your dreamies will walk in your door already knowing what they're going to get from you when they hire you. And no, that doesn't happen all the time. But the more you work towards that, the more you focus on getting that brand promise out there to your couples, and the more you talk about it, the more likely you are going to have couples that are more ready to hire you when they walk in your door. But in order to do this right, you must understand who your dreamies are and what they value, right? And of course, this is why we have our course, Discover Your Ideal Client. That course teaches you how to figure out all of that. And so if you want to learn more about that dreamy experience, then listen to the very first episode of this entire podcast, episode 101, that is a great place to start that dreamy journey to learn more about your brand promise, more about your values and more about your dreamies. But the last thing I want to say about this is that with your brand promise, consistency is key. Make sure that the same brand promise is being delivered throughout the entire experience. Okay. From your social media to your website, to their inquiry with you, to your emails back and forth, all the way through the client meeting, And then yes, all the way through the experience after they book you. Just make sure that there isn't any confusion or that there isn't a disconnect happening along the way or that will seriously impact your bookings. So if you're having trouble booking weddings or you're not quite getting the kind of inquiries you want, then audit that process and just see if there's a disconnect in your brand promise, if there's confusion, if people aren't really sure what it is that you're all about then that's an opportunity for you to work on, is working on that brand promise. So much of sales happens before your couple ever inquires with you. So that's why I'm bringing this up. Even though it doesn't have to do directly with the client meeting, so much of that work has to be done ahead of time in order to have success during the client meeting. Those are my five best sales tips for client meetings that convert into bookings. First, price yourself for your dreamies. Second, give them a dreamy experience. Third, ask questions. Fourth, ask the right questions. And fifth, sell before they ever walk in your door. Don't forget to head to creativerising.com forward slash 302 to grab our freebie with all of these tips plus It includes those longer lists of credibility, relational, and values questions that you can pull from, and you can ask those questions during your very next client meeting. If you found this episode valuable, then share it with a friend. That would mean the world to me. And if you are not in our free Creative Rising community on Facebook yet, then check out the show notes for the link to get in. That's at that same show notes page, creativerising.com forward slash 302. It's an amazing place filled with incredible photographers where we all help each other succeed. Plus guys, that's actually where I hang out the most online and it's where I deliver even more content like this in weekly Facebook lives and it's where I directly answer loads of your questions throughout the week. So if you want to learn more from us, that Facebook group, the Creative Rising community is the place to be. So go to creativerising.com forward slash 302 to find that link and also to grab that freebie. All right. I will see you next week when Jeff and I are talking all about what we would do if we were starting a business in 2020. And guys, it's kind of a great conversation. I am really excited to share it with you. So I will see you then.